Socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Listen, we're beefing a little bit, you and I. Okay, not really, but we are. Out of all of you that listened to the podcast, not one of you thought it was a good idea to tell me that kindergartners are basically just tiny drug addicts for literally any holiday. Doesn't matter what holiday it is, by the way. I could be like, just so you guys know, Flag Day is coming up. And they just be like, I freaking love flags. Give me all the flags. I don't even know what a flag is, but I love it. Flag. That's the AG family. Make sure you have the L in there. Very important. Can I have a Flag Day crown? They love a good crown. Okay, kindergartners love a good crown. If you can figure out how to make a crown for literally any lesson, you're winning kindergarten. Pretty sure I'm quoting Charlotte Danielson in one of her many professional development books when I say, if you make a crown, you automatically get highly effective teacher status. I don't know. I don't make the rules. That's just how it is in kindergarten. They love a good crown was not prepared, (laughs) was not prepared for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, wow. These kids have been seeing green for the past two weeks, okay? It is, it was, I'm going to say borderline psychotic minus the word borderline. They just all changed. And they're, you know, in, in those upper grades, There is an opportunity for you to rein them back in when they get a little bit too wild on the holidays. In kindergarten, there is not. I felt like I just went to an animal shelter and told all the dogs you're getting adopted today and let them out into the dog court and they were just going nuts. It was very that. I I was just like, okay, back. Get back. Back, back. I think I need just like a little kindergarten spray bottle. Just be like, ah, no, no. (laughs) Too much St. Patrick's for you. Chill. That wouldn't work. I would never do that. But I might shake a jar of pennies at them to try to be like, you're too crazy. Calm down. Because I don't know what else to do. Okay. Do you know how many times... I'm saying to these kids, waterfall, waterfall, to try to get them to go, shh. Their example of waterfall, waterfall sounds like a dam broke, okay? I'm like, waterfall, waterfall. Tsunami! It's nuts. It's nuts. But it's the best kind of nuts. I still love it. I literally look out into that sea of just feral children, and I'm like, you guys are the best. I friggin' love you. You're all amazing. You're wild as hell, but you're amazing. I'm going to get into the St. Patrick's craziness in just a minute. But before I do that, I wanted to say thank you to all of our newest Patreon fans. Jessica Campbell, thank you so much. Abby Sheldon, Casey Klein, Robin Cragen, Lindsay Hogan. Lindsay Hogan, you related to the Hulk. Bet you aren't. But we're going to pretend that you are. The Lindsay Hogan, everyone. Um, Jenna, no last name. Very Madonna of you, Jenna or Kesha, or Rihanna. 
or Lady Gaga. But I think Gaga is a last name in that oh-so-clear government name of hers. Uh, Amy Hill and Danielle Ferguson, thank you guys so much. Yo, if you guys want to become uh, Patreon fans, you can do that. Great way to support the podcast. If you're getting some good laughs here, if you're enjoying this on your time to work, I appreciate you becoming a Patreon fan. That is how we keep the podcast going. As a Patreon member, you get a bonus episode of the Social Studies Podcast each and every week. You also get a bonus podcast episode of Let's Watch TV with my mama and I. And also, there's some really cool perks in there, too. You will get first dibs on tickets to all of my upcoming shows for the Back to School Comedy Tour, which is coming up this summer. Not Back to School. See, that was a teacher brain fart. I can only hold so much in my brain because the kids extract every ounce of sanity that I have. It's a fact. It's a fact. The school's out for summer tour. That's happening. First dibs on tickets go to Patreon fans, and there are capacity restrictions this summer. So if you want to come, I suggest checking out the Patreon. Also throwing some cool perks for you guys all the time there, such as I'm doing a teacher comedy show. It's actually going to be my birthday show. It's at the end of April. It's for Patreon fans only. I got some awesome teacher comedians in there. We're going to throw you guys some chuckles and get spring a poppin'. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski if you want to join. Yo, so St. Patrick's Day, there was like a part of me that was like, dear St. Patrick, whatever you did to have this day about you, which I probably should know, however, I don't, was it worth the chaos that happened in my classroom? I might not be the person to answer that question, but I'm going to say no. All right, no. Now, you guys know me. I can't do it simple. Like, if someone gives an idea and it's basic, my it's, like, very improv of me. I'm like, yes, and let's tack on this other super complicated thing to do so it's not good. It's amazing. That's a gift and a curse, okay? That's very kindergarten teacher of me. Also, I have the spunk of a college freshman. What can I say? I'm aging externally. The energy inside hasn't really gone anywhere. It's just a little more focused now that I'm, you know, medicated. ADHD, gotta love it. So I, I got this idea. Like The kids were like, they were super hype about St. Patrick's Day. They had been talking about it since December. And I needed to, you know, just like join in on their excitement, if you will. So I read the book, How to Catch a Leprechaun, which they were super into. We talked about leprechauns. So I hyped them up with like no real plan. Like, oh God, the leprechauns might come tomorrow. And if they come, they, they're really mischievous. They might like destroy the classroom, blah, blah, blah. Oh God, like let's, uh, let's hope they don't. So I just like built that up. And then the kids left and I was like, shit, I don't have a plan. Which, are you that person too? I do best when there's an extreme time crunch, a.k.a. it's March 16th at 4 p.m. I don't have a plan for March 17th at 8.15 a.m. And I just told a room full of five-year-olds that leprechauns are coming to the classroom. Hmm. Great job, Joe. 
So I did the whole thing. If you listen back to the episode um, where I was talking to Michelle Griffo, I did do the leprechaun feet prints on the table with Tempur-Pate. I did not mix it with soap because you heard it here first. I'm actually smarter than Michelle. So there's that. Dried right away. It was great. They were super excited. I destroyed the classroom, flipped their desks upside down. I cut out little pieces of confetti, green construction paper for green confetti, sprinkled it everywhere. They just greened it up, right? They come to school and they are enamored. What happened? (gasps) Why would they do this? So I had to like, oh, no big deal. They did it out of uh, this. They did it out of a word that I can't think of right now, but I know it wasn't to be completely mean. Anyway, now. The morning of, and I did this, I'm talking like right when I woke up, I got this idea. I was like, let's leave them a voicemail from the leprechaun. And I have there, I have a morning message on the board every morning. And then part of our morning routine is they read the morning message with me. And there's this part that says, think about this. And it's like, Something to kind of like get them in a school mode a little bit. Like usually it's think about this, describe fruit. And they'll, you start working on describing words like sweet, colorful, blah, blah, blah. Now the morning message this week just says press play. That's it. And it was the voicemail recording that I recorded of the leprechaun, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just going to risk it all and be honest with you guys and tell you that I made a mistake that no teacher in their 30s should do anymore, which is I went out for drinks on a weekday. Yeah. Newsflash, Joe, you're not 22 anymore. Doesn't quite work the same way that it used to. I woke up in the morning and looked at my I I didn't like excessively drink. Because alcohol just hits me different in my adult life now, okay? I have one beer, and I wake up the morning, and I'm like, who put a keg tube down my throat in my sleep? Pretty sure I have liver failure in this moment. I don't know. Okay? Woke up and looked at myself. I'm like, okay, Tales of the Crypt Keeper, let's get your sorry ass together so you can go to work. Got myself together you know, put a little bit of that under eye cream on because she was a little bit puffy, puffy. You know the kind? Mm-hmm. And then I get the idea to record the voicemail. Okay, so I open my mouth and I record the voicemail and I'm over here thinking that I am going to be sounding like the Lucky Charms man, just super happy, super playful, like very excited. I'm think I'm go this is the aesthetic I'm going for. Ha- joyous, happy leprechaun who's probably you know a dad, clearly a dad with a husband and he's very creative and he just has so much joy in his voice. It it's a it's a cross between Bob Ross and Richard Simmons the leprechaun just Makes you feel good. That's what I was going for. Oh, honey, let me tell you what. When you are in your 30s and you went out drinking the night before, 
You better choose your first words of the morning carefully. I sounded like an 87-year-old army veteran who had been smoking Marlboro Reds since he was 13. Okay? I didn't sound like the Lucky Charms leprechaun. I sounded like the leprechaun from Leprechaun in the Hood. Which, if you've ever seen that movie, it's hysterically horrifying. It is a straight-up pot-smoking leprechaun who destroys havoc in the hood, okay? Fun fact about Leprechaun in the Hood, my cousins made me watch that movie with them when I was far too young to see it. Just way, way too young. I went to school the next day and quoted Leprechaun in the Hood and said to my teacher, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Because Leprechaun in the Hood He's a rhyming leprechaun, and he has bong with him at all times of the day. Don't even, like weed, I probably thought I was talking about dandelions, okay? The note home that day was impressive. It's moments like that where I think back to myself. There's an elementary school student, and then I think about the stuff that's happening to me as an elementary school teacher. And the only word that can put all of this into perspective is karma. Because, ooh, I am getting mine. Anyway, I actually have the leprechaun voicemail for you to listen to. And here it is. Hello, Kidaladen. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. I hope you enjoy the mess I left for you. Especially you, Thomas. <laughs> Love, Skippy Sprinkles. Okay, so I was expecting them to like giggle, giggle. Oh my gosh, the leprechaun left us a voicemail. Oh no. Blood curdling, bloody murder screams come from almost all of my kindergartners. They were. Thoroughly horrified. Um, and guess what? I don't blame them. If you're a new teacher listening to this, just uh, when you tell your students to check their work, you're not above that for yourself. Okay. Okay. So I had to talk them all off the ledge. And uh, we read the book the day before how to catch a leprechaun. So I was like, oh, does anybody have any ideas on how we can get Skippy Sprinkles out like how are we gonna make him leave and they couldn't get it together so i went quickly to attendance all right and the way we do attendance is i go down the list and i gotta give this this is not my idea everyone this came from my co-teacher and she's amazing she's been teaching kindergarten forever i'm friggin' loving working with her and she um when you take attendance, she gives the kids a secret word, and typically one kid gets to, gets to pick the secret word. And when you're saying their name for attendance, they sh they say that secret word, you know, to prove that they're there. Usually, they pick really weird shit that has absolutely nothing to do with nothing. Like they'll randomly be like wildcat llamas, and that's to a five year old that is height comedy like just the peak of comedic creativity anyway so i um wanted to call them down so i was like oh the secret word password today is get out leprechaun so 
We're going down the list. They're saying, get out, Leprechaun, get out, Leprechaun, get out, Leprechaun. And then I have this one kid who, no matter what you say, he's going to do the opposite at all times, okay? To the point where, you know, if you need him to do something, you might have to say the exact opposite of what you want him to do, and then you are, therefore, winning kindergarten. I get to him, and he says, stay here, leprechaun, which he was well aware was going to incite panic throughout the entire class. Did it? Oh, you bet your bottom dollar it did. So they're going wild again. They are going wild. And I have to get them together. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Well, we read How to Catch a Leprechaun. Let's talk about it. What can we do to catch the leprechaun? Now, children can be oddly sadistic when you allow them to, okay? Some of their answers as to how to catch this leprechaun were just... <laughs> I was like, let me guess. Are you in the backseat of your car when your mom's listening to true crimes podcasts? Because I have no idea where you're getting these ideas. Some of the ideas included lay sticky notes all over the classroom floor so he will get stuck and die. Another student said, I want to capture him in a closet of knives. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe cool down with the knives, but, uh, I see where you're going with this. It's not a good, it's not good, but you're going somewhere. Someone else wanted to lure him with lucky charms and then hang him by his feet with a jump rope. I'm like, y'all need to, first of all, I'm pretty sure every single one of you is about to commit a leprechaun hate crime in here. All right. And we are a community of diverse learners. So we're going to accept this leprechaun and leprechaun culture. All right. This is not happening. Get it together. The rest of the day was just sheer, sheer chaos because they started making up their own leprechaun bullshit and just 100% believing it. Okay. Like it would be like a good work time and one student would just yell, did you hear that? Did you hear that? No. What did you hear? I heard Skippy Sprinkles. He just said, I'm over here. First of all, here's the thing. No, he didn't. I would know because I actually am Skippy Sprinkles. Second of all, thank you for riling up the entire class because this is going to be a pure shit show trying to get them together. So that was happening left and right all day. And they continue with it. I had one student convince the class. He told everyone that he speaks leprechaun. I was like, well, I didn't know. Do you mean you can do a good Irish accent? Like, what is this? He he was doing some sort of like, I would say, it was a cross between light language. If you don't know what light language is, look it up. It is uh, a deep rabbit hole that you definitely need to go down. It was... Uh, a light language mixed with some sort of yoga mantra in a very high-pitched whisper. It was very... I'm, I'm okay. 
you do you. The creativity is flying. I'm not mad at it. Just make it, you know, five notches down because you're at like about a Ted Bundy level and I need you to get more on like a Barney baseline. If you can do that for me, that'd be fantastic. So I catch him speaking Leprechaun to an outlet because he is convinced that uh, Skippy Sprinkles lives in the outlet and he's going to lure him out. And not only did he convince himself of this, he convinced the same student who told the class, uh, stay here, Leprechaun. So let me paint the picture for you. They're crouched down to an outlet. One's on the left side, one's on the right side. One is whispering sweet Leprechaun nothings into the outlet. The other one's on the other side with a freshly sharpened pencil, the fat kind, by the way, because he is ready to skewer this leprechaun like a corned beef shish kebab over here. What in God's name is happening? Uh, Excuse me, uh, John Wayne Gacy and Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't mean to ruin your happy fun time over here, but if you could step back from this outlet and, uh, Maybe not go to jail for leprechaun murder. That would be fantastic. Please go to your seats. Also, you're not social distancing right now. I'm pretty sure you're about to give this leprechaun COVID. Back up. Gets better. I have this one student. She is, I call her my squirrel, squirrel girl. She sits in this area of the classroom. The, uh, the kids also, it's a nightmare. Kindergarten is meant to be at like desks and they're meant to be at tables and teams so they can see each other, work together. A kindergarten classroom is basically just a tiny village. Okay, <laughs> we all need to work together. Okay, you got a big crate of tools in the middle. That's got a couple glue sticks, some safety scissors, and crayons. They're for everyone at the table. Let's learn how to share. Not in COVID times, no. They each have to be at their own desk. All the desks are six feet apart. They all have the attention span of a wildebeest in heat. They can't stay still. So it is a living nightmare. Anyway, since they all have to be six feet apart, some of them are in like very unideal situations. Like one kid sits super close to the class goldfish, which this thing is on its last leg. It's gasping for air and I'm about to partner with PetSmart so I can get a very fast shipment of one live goldfish for the day that this thing dies. But that's a huge distraction. There's another student who sits, well, the squirrel girl, she sits next to my... It's like a paper bin, but it's like shelves. And then there's about a two inch gap from the floor where there's just nothing. And I'm con- every day I'll go over there and I'll just put my arm underneath the gap. And I'm pulling out all of her treasures, which I'm talking, there are wood chips under there, popcorn kernels. She puts whatever she can find shiny rocks one time i'm pretty sure i found a tooth i don't know if it was human or uh reptilian i'm still the jury's out i i also don't care at this point there's no getting to the bottom of her squirrel hole anyway she has put well i can't say she because i don't know for sure i go to the squirrel hole at recess time and there is blueberries in the shape of a shamrock, which I'm like, this is very creative, but 
pretty sure you're going to attract fire ants, not leprechauns. Um, let's let's get it together. They all come back from recess, and I'm like, you guys, I found this really weird thing. I found blueberries in the shape of a leprechaun. I'm not mad. I always start by saying to the kids, I'm not mad, but because the minute you start talking in this tone of what's going on, they immediately think they're in trouble, and you can see the, the tears welling up. I'm like, I don't have time to do kindergarten therapy right now, so let's just all know that you're not in trouble. So I say to the class, does anybody know anything about this? Squirrel girl raises her hand. And this is this this is when you know a kindergarten's lying to your face. It wasn't me, but okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. It wasn't me, she says. It wasn't me, but I do know that leprechauns love blueberries, especially when they're in the shape of shamrocks. Mind you, I never mentioned anything about the shamrock shape. So I look and I go, and you're sure it wasn't you? And she goes, absolutely. I'm like, okay, <laughs> clever, clever little girl. You can't be mad at these kids, though, because they're like learning what not to do. And the only way to truly learn what not to do sometimes is to do it. Um, case in point, I'll never again sit on top of a, an electric stove. I'll never do that again. You can draw to your own conclusions to what happened. Uh, moving on. We also are using the adult bathrooms in my school because I think I've told you before, my makeshift kindergarten classroom is actually the library that they've transformed into a kindergarten classroom. Truthfully, it's amazing. We're doing our best, but there's no bathroom in the room, which is huge for kindergarten. So the staff bathrooms are right around the corner, which we've now made the kindergarten classrooms. So because of that, there's a little partition that blocks off the toilet. The doors do have to stay open because we don't want to pinch their little fingers. And the lights stay on. I walk past the bathrooms. One light's off. I reach and I turn it on. And all of a sudden I hear, hey, I'm like, first of all, not sure if that's a kindergartner or Skippy Sprinkles. What's going on? I'm like, hell, is there someone in there? It's one of my sweetest little girls. She's like, I'm busy here. I'm like, okay. By the smell of it, you are. But we're going to have to keep the light on. She cops the biggest attitude with me and tells me, I'm trying to capture Skippy Sprinkles in the toilet. This little girl wanted to capture Skippy Sprinkles in her own fecal matter. I'm sorry. Um, we're super concerned with COVID-19. I don't got to be worried about leprechaun E. coli infecting the rest of the classroom, too. The lights staying on. Wash your hands thrice. All right. Jesus, the Lord. We just kind of like went with it for the rest of the day. I tried to get their minds off of leprechaun stuff as much as I could. Um, I don't think I was successful. But... You know, at the end of the day, they get to bring all of that pent up chaos to their parents. So hats off to the parents. I, I, I want you to know that I'm trying my best. OK, we're in the middle of a global pandemic and I'm teaching kindergarten. Let that sit for a second. All right. It is. Ooh, wow. It is. It is something. I don't know what, but it is. It is something. We got Earth Day coming up, which is the next holiday. I'm already feeling the, the Earth Day energy. 
I have parent-teacher conferences on Monday. The kids come back on Tuesday, and I guarantee someone's going to mention Earth Day. Is Earth Day even a holiday? Is Earth Day Mother Nature's birthday? Okay. Oh, God. I'm starting ideas in my own head, and I know I'm going to bite off more than I can chew. Whew, but it's going to be a good one. I don't know if I told you guys. I actually do know I told you guys. I'm using, I'm telling the kids that the recycle bin is Mother Nature's mailbox, and it's actually um, increased recycling in the class by over 100%. I'm going to say I don't actually know because I'm not measuring the data, but it's a lot. But now they're asking for mail back from Mother Nature. All right? So I got this really cool idea to have Mother Nature write mail back from them. So I'm using Adobe Character Animator to animate Mother Nature to give them a message back for Mother Nature to kind of like introduce Earth Day and also to you know, be the mail back to them because they're so excited about it. Now, character animator is really cool. I feel like I'm on the set of some sort of CGI movie. It tracks your own face and your own hands and your own motions and then makes your little character move exactly how you want to. Very much in the spirit of like what iPhones can do. But I designed it so it's like a very female Earth with my Mother Nature voice <laughs> doing Mother Nature stuff. Anyway, um, I'm actually going live on Facebook with Adobe uh, this Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. They're, they're doing this tutorial with me to show me how to make it, and I wanted I asked them if we could do it live so that you guys can learn how to use Character Animator also. So because it's such a cool tool, I know the creativity in school is endless. I don't want to keep all this for myself. I figured you guys could use it, too. So if you want, I'm just Joe Dombrowski on Facebook. You can also type in at Mr. D times three. You'll find that, too. Uh, but yeah, Wednesday, 530. Consider it free PD, really. Learn how to use Adobe Character Animator. Yo, I've been telling you guys this every week, too. If you screenshot listening to the podcast and you put it on your Instagram story. I pick people and you win a prize every week. So I give you a Mr. D swag pack. I'll send you a uh, Mr. D. It's a shush fan. If you haven't seen those online, they're pretty great. It just says shush. And it's a great way to get your class quiet without having to use your own voice. Save those vocal cords. You don't want to get nodes. I also throw some other stuff in there too. A uh, quiet mama needs a minute candle. We got a beaded lanyard, which are, you know, all the rage in teacher town. I got some other cool stuff in there. Also coming up for teacher appreciation. I'll let you guys know. You heard it here first. I think they're going to go on sale the first week of April. So keep an eye out for that. I have a line of shot glasses for teachers coming out. All right. You can buy them in a bundle or you can buy them individually. One of them is uh, it looks like you're teaching handwriting and, the you know, that very specific elementary teaching handwriting. It's got the dotted line and everything. And it says T-G-I-F, but it's in capital and then little. We have another shot glass that says one, two, three, all eyes on me. Another one that says after school snack. 
Another one that says teacher off duty, which I hope you're using that shot class when you're off duty. Otherwise, you're going to lose your job, depending on if you're unionized or not, which all I got to say is if your flask isn't in the style of a very sneaky bracelet, you're probably setting yourself up for disaster. Anyway, those teacher shot glasses are going to be coming out real soon. They make great gifts for teachers. So if you want to grab some for your staff, you know, grab them. If you're not a teacher, you want to grab some for your 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 uh, your teachers in the school for your kids, whatever you want, make a teacher happy. They're pretty. They're pretty cute. I can't wait to take some shots out of mine. Anyway, that's coming up. That's gonna be uh, some of the prizes too on the podcast. So get ready. But anyway, this week I'm sending a Mr. D swag pack to this teacher from Instagram. M. Oh, I didn't even realize this. M. Beer writes. M. Beers. M. Beers writes. <laughs> Listen, this girl, you know she's a teacher because she took a screenshot of the podcast and she highlighted and timestamped the sections that you should listen to because these are the sections that made her laugh the hardest. They're color coded. They're timestamped. She even gave it a green check mark. And she just said the podcast is making her laugh so much she can't even handle it. So M Beers writes, thank you so much. I'm going to find you on Instagram uh, and send me your address. I'm going to send you a Mr. D swag pack. You guys can win one too. Take that screenshot. I'm telling you what too, the funny ones, those are the ones that kind of catch my attention. So get a little creative with whatever you're writing. Hey, I absolutely am loving doing this podcast for you guys. Thank you to everybody listening. Thank you to all the Patreon fans. And again, if you want to become a Patreon fan, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Super appreciate that. That's how we keep the podcast coming. But as I tell you guys every week, make some time for yourself. This job is stressful. You'll burn out faster than the cigarette in the hands of a a tough job you'll burn out faster than an incense stick inside of a hippie's table at a farmer's market okay don't know where that came from but we're just gonna roll with it okay no this job is really hard make some time for yourself call a friend today call a friend who you haven't talked to in forever carve out an hour chit chat it's gonna fill your soul but you don't make time for yourself you're not the best teacher that you could be yeah i said it You are a person before you are a teacher. Do not forget who you are and enjoy a good laugh. However you get your laughter, get more of it. It'll make you a better person. It's the best medicine. And let's be real with this job. We need a good overdose of laughter. Am I right? I love you guys so much. I can't wait till next Monday and I'll see you next week. Bye.